dun 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 Oh, it's Mortal Kombat. Dun 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 Oh crikey, it's Mortal Kombat. Dun 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 Oh crikey, they're having a fight. It's only Mortal Kombat. everyone to Who Drop The Popcorn Podcast. I'm your one-time only, temporary, definitely never ever doing this ever again host, Kyle Hammond. Joining me tonight is Andy Newlands. Konnichiwa. Shafi, I can't be asked to host tonight because I'm a legitimate film aficionado and video game movies are beneath me, Malik. <laughs> I can move, move, move any mountain. I can move, move, move any mountain. I can move, move, move. <laughs> <laughs> I can and all the way from the far north of Jersey, Dave McHugh. Hello. All that we are is the result of what we have thought. The mind is everything. What we think, we become. The premise is simple. Someone picks a film. We all watch that film, and then we chat about that film and more. This episode's choice is Andy's, who has chosen 2021's reboot of Mortal Kombat. Directed by Simon McQuaid oh, and starring Lewis Tan, Joe Taslim, Tadanobu Asano, Chin Han, and a load of Aussies you've never heard of, the film centers mm-hmm. around Carl Young, a brand new, not pre existing MK character, a washed up MMA fighter who seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld. So, Andy, why did you choose this film? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have Shafi Malik mainly to, to thank for this. So, when I was growing up, God, I used to love going to Shafi's house because we'd always play like computer games and like the main the main computer games that I remember like going well well back was Super Mario Brothers and then it kind of got more advanced into like Street Fighter NBA Jam but then Mortal Kombat came on the scene and that no pun intended was a game changer it was mm-hmm. it was just like the most insane thing i'd ever see you've got to remember i've gone from super mario brothers to like mortal kombat like quite quickly and like shaffy was almost always so much more advanced in his knowledge of of gaming uh, than me but it it was just cool like hanging out and like what i particularly loved was shaffy didn't let me beat him for about mm-hmm. three years in a row like he knew all the death <laughs> moves etc and i just i just loved it and like Shafi was well into his um, comic books back then as well. So, like, he'd tell me, like, I remember all of this as well. He'd tell me about, like, who Raiden was and all the rest of it. And then I'd go home and I'd, like, try and tell my sister about it and she just wasn't bothered <laughs> at all. So, um, yeah, it was just something, like, a little a little nuance, a little nod to my childhood. And I thought um, that this, this group would enjoy watching Mortal Kombat um, because the 1995 version... I don't know what they're quite thinking with Kylie Minogue and all the rest of it. Um, what the fuck? Oh, Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, was that Street Fighter? Yeah, well, there we go. What do I know? Oh, Mr. Expert over uh, So, well, I've never seen it. I've never I've never actually seen the, the 95 film. Which one? Both of them, I guess. I thought, 
I don't know. I got no idea. I got no idea. They weren't released at the same time, were they? In the same year, were they? I'd say Street Fighter was 94. Yeah. I think Street Fighter was 94. Hey, tell Kylie I said hello. I've not I've not seen seen either of them, but that's interesting. That's that's wow. I thought um I thought Kylie Minogue was in was Sonya Blade, but maybe not. Um so that's cool. Um and also because Dave gave me such a hard time over um the first film that I chose, I really tried to choose something that that he would like as well and not just spend an hour of yelling at me. Peer pressure. So um <laughs> Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, a little little nod nod to my childhood, a nod to the group, and uh, as it was a newish film, there might be a lot of people that have recently watched it, um, which would be good because I'm not sure a lot of the films that we have watched of recent. I don't know anyone outside this group that has seen Blood Simple or Buckaroo <laughs> Banzai or Jalaka Two or The Wailing. So I thought I'd try and get something that you could. No, 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 nicely done. Yeah, a little we need some listeners so. as well. So, and we need some listeners as well. So, um, so yeah, there we go. That's why I chose it. Okay, thank you, Andy. Uh, back to you. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! What's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. All right. So basically, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> I, 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 love fact, I love the fact your intro was, you know, and it's really to bring back warm feelings to the to the whole yeah. group, you know, bring yeah. us together again. Anyway, this is the worst fucking film I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bad. What's the original? So That's even worse. <laughs> I was no, so hold gutted. on. Hold on. Mm. Okay, well, we'll get to that, but hold on. Mm. Do not blaspheme in this tall. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, my word. So I'll tell you what, man. The first, so the first, the, I was so excited for the trailer when I saw the trailer because I thought, oh, my God, this is like... We all were. We all were. This is, this See, is I like... Wasn't, I was quite indifferent when I saw that trailer. Lies. Oh no, mate! I thought it was amazing. I thought I this was like, "What's might the big deal?" I was, I was just kept on thinking, "What is the big deal?" He freezes the blood in thin air and turns into a knife and stabs Scorpion with it. How can you not yeah. get excited by that? It's insane, man. I just wasn't uh, that bothered about. I'm Shaffy, and I don't get excited by these sort of things. Go oh, whatever. How can I, you not? I wasn't get excited? that bothered because because I really liked the original, the '95 original. I was like, "There's no way they're going to top that." <laughs> Legend. Come on, man. Come on. So, so yeah, so basically I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my God, this might be an, like an authentic Mortal Kombat. And I'm so, I've spent the last, you know, five, 10 years watching the Avengers and like, you know, people dressed up in capes basically like, but I'm so like, oh my God, yeah, this is absolutely real. So I was like, okay, this could be a Mortal Kombat that absolutely nails it so i'm watching the opening and i'm like oh this is so cool this is so cool like ninjas everywhere like the mad the mad hanzo hasashi's just cruising around and then for some reason the director goes into slow-mo over a bucket of water and i knew at that moment i was like well that's it the film's over this is terrible and then essentially for me all i will say is the rest of the film turned into the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> it may as well have just been like a PG-13, apart from three or four three or four kills that were, were insane. Yeah, okay. Um, 17th century Japan, there's these like assassins and they're led by a dude called Bihan, 
who um, is essentially like eventually becomes Sub Zero. Uh, they're called the the Lin Q assassins, and they kill the warriors of this uh, rival uh, ninja clan called the uh, Shira Rua, and they're led by a guy called Hanzo Hasashi. Behan character kills Hanzo, but um, just before um, he dies, and also leading up to this, like the, the Sub Zero has killed like his his son and his uh, wife, but the wife hid the baby. And then that, that whole opening scene ends when Raiden, who is the god of thunder, he arrives and he takes Hanzo's um, surviving infant daughter to safety. And then essentially it's the sort of same old story you've seen a million times. They mm -hmm. come to the present day. There's a like an MMA fighter um, who end, turns up like, you know, being the, 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 the relative of, of, uh, of Hanzo, who, by the way, is Scorpion. Um, for those of you who know what I mean, um, there's a few people in um, Earth who have the Mortal Kombat Dragon tattoo on them. Um, and then you cut to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where hmm. essentially there's a load of blokes dressed up in wigs and capes. They're from uh, the realm of Outworld, um, and they've defeated Earth Realm in nine out of ten tournaments, which is known as Mortal Kombat. Um, and if Earth Realm loses the tenth tournament, then the rules state it will be conquered by by Outworld. And then essentially the bad guys of Outworld come to Earth and they try and kill all of the um, fighters that um, they would be fighting. That's pretty much it for an hour or so. Sub Zero goes to a KFC and attacks the family, and then the <laughs> MMA ride goes. There's a there's this massive guy with arms and he loses his arms. Then he gets metal arms and he's still nowhere good as Gunjack from um <laughs> from uh Tekken. Tekken. Oh, by the way we need to talk about Tekken later as well mm -hmm. um and that's kind of it there's a there's a guy called Kano um this film really should have just been called the adventures of Kano and some sub characters <laughs> basically um he tells some really bad jokes for a while there's a lady who doesn't like it's just so ridiculous she doesn't even have a dragon tattoo or powers yet she's somehow able to keep up with these guys and then there's lots of fights, lots of fights. Um, the fights themselves are pretty lame. Um, lots of like cuts that you can't really see what's going on a lot. Uh, the deaths are are pretty cool, like. But as I say, it, like oh. it does feel like an hour of like something my kids could watch if you just if you deleted the death bits. Like ugh. it's very tonally all over the place. They yeah, it's managed to. Doesn't know what it to is. Be yeah. To be honest, it's more for teenage boys who can yeah. sneak into a cinema. That yeah, of, of certificate because it reminded me it, of when they, we guys went to see Three Little Ninjas. It's like that sort of vibe. <laughs> like, no, no, but really what, what I'm like, saying though, it's not that. It's tonally, it's fit for them, but they want to fit a few yeah, yeah, absolutely in and a few like cartoony, violent parts. Yeah, but uh, I like Hollyoaks so. late night. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and they oh, yeah, just literally like, added a swear word to the script. The guy gets raped. The guy gets raped. Yeah, that was one of the stories. To remember that bit. Fucking hell! <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, back to more YouTube every night. Uh, <laughs> you can get it on YouTube, can you? Don't pretend you've not been on there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I should, I should. So, yeah, there's lots of fighting and stuff. Nothing really happens, and then um, there's a uh, maybe an hour and a half of some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. And then um, Hanzo, um, who I now refer to as Scorpion, he comes back from the Netherworld. And to be honest, he has a pretty cool fight with with Sub Zero. Like yeah. the, the, the scenes with Sub Zero, I did. I must say, I did enjoy. Like if I would have just seen those 
And I know, Dave, mm. you, you might bollock me for that, but if no. I would have just seen the Sub-Zero fight scenes on YouTube, I would have said, oh, my God, this is this is the best thing ever. Yeah, man. But it was just like Shafi says, it was wrapped in a little bit of nonsense that was all, all over the place. Like, well, I don't know what this film is. Is it meant to be a comedy? Is it meant to be the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Is it meant for teenagers? Is it meant for 40-year-olds who used to love Mortal Kombat? I don't know. And also, it felt like a movie that was setting up another movie. Like, you don't actually get to any tournament or anything. Well, the tournament never fucking happens, does it? So, Andy, describe the teaser at the end. You'll have to tell me, man. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Cole goes to his locker, the fight organizer, and goes, hey, you're going to fight again? And he goes, no, I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> That's my impression of him, of Lewis Oh, uh, Yeah, and then they and go they to go the poster. And he goes oh, yeah, to the poster, baracus, and it's baracus. Johnny Cage. Yeah, Soon sorry. to be yeah, played yeah, yeah, by yeah. Scott Adkins. Yes, sorry, I do, I do know true? that. So yeah, so you know, it, it. I think there's probably a vision there. You know, it's just this is just a nonsense popcorn film. But if if any of you give it a higher rating than Ford versus Ferrari, I'm going to leave Who Dropped the Popcorn tonight. <laughs> and uh, but, it's yeah, more entertaining. No, no, oh no. Here we go. All right, Ollie, I'll let you off. He did did not go there. He did not go there. I'm just going to say, I expected the worst from this film. Hmm. And I I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right, to be honest. I was, I went in expecting it to be horrendous. I thought that opening scene with. Was wicked. Sub Zero and Scorpion before those characters was quality. Yeah, was, you know, yeah. I was, you know, you put something on, you're like, oh, fucking hell, I can't believe I've got to watch this. And you're like, I was really like, oh, <laughs> here we go, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's like with every one of our I reckon choices. there was a good 15 minutes, and the rest of it is just nonsense. And like, some of the, like, there were a few good characters, but then there were just like some, there's just no exploration. It was just, right, he's this guy, he's this guy, here's this guy. They're very wooden and flat. But you're, you're probably expected to know a lot of them from, from the games and probably the previous films, but especially some of the villains. Some of the villains, I had no idea who they were because I, yeah. I stopped playing in yeah. pre Mortal Kombat 3. I, I could have switched off after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say as well, like with all the like the hundreds of characters, I'm not even sure why they needed a new sort of boring MMA fighter. But, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, yeah, that, that's a very, that is a very interesting weird, right? creative choice because basically they've, created this character as the audience surrogate right so yeah yeah it's the hero's journey the 95 one it was Liu Kang who was the audience surrogate right he was he he was basically not knowing what the world was about and then he discovers what the world is but now they what they did is they created a a brand new character with a a golden blouse to (laughs) I mean his special power is to (laughs) grow a blouse out of his chest and (laughs) grow knives out of his arms yeah Oh, no. Does that mean, do you think if if they create another video game, another Mortal Kombat video game, he'll be a character? I assume so. His name will be Cole. I don't know. He's like the Jamie Lannister of Mortal Kombat. It's just the weirdest <laughs> crossover ever. Well, Mortal Kombat now is crazy. Like They do DLC with extra characters. It's like, you could be Robocop, you could be Terminator, you could be Rambo. <laughs> so why didn't they do that? Why didn't they have Terminator and yeah. Robocop? And why didn't they should have had Terminator and Robocop in this film? Yeah, maybe, maybe next Rambo. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I was expecting Cole to become Scorpion. And there was a yeah, bit when he's fighting Goro. There was a rumor that he was he's definitely gonna at the end he's gonna go to Hollywood and he's gonna be Johnny Cage because they haven't announced that character yet. So 
So that's what they all sort of thought he'd be Johnny Cage. There was a bit where, because mm. there was a, obviously you found out he was descended from, um, what was the guy's name, Andy? Sorry. And, uh, Hanzo Dishashi. Yeah. And there was a bit when he was fighting Goro, and Goro was, and he's on the floor, and Goro was walking towards his family to kill his family. I was just waiting for it to say, get over here, and he'd become Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, that, that would be quality. Golden shit instead. Mm. Oh no! And then his his like wife beats up Goro for a bit. Like, yeah, that would happen. That would definitely <laughs> yeah. happen. Like, just but the one moment I did enjoy was the get over here because the get when he says when he appears yeah, when awesome. Scorpion does appear and goes get over here. You hear that? That's the one time in the film. That's the one time in the film it it pops up. It goes through. It was a bit weird, like when they like when that guy was like finish them but they didn't even started fighting it was like oh mm. just come on like just a bit i don't know felt like straight to video this they resisted saying toasty <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing i was you know when um luke luke hang does the bicycle kick i actually shout like Yetsi! <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the dragon fatality was pretty cool yes the most mental fatality was when that flying woman like went on the saw in the floor yeah. and got cut in half. Yeah. Kung Lao that was kind of reminded me, oh my god, I'm watching Mortal Kombat. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Kung Lao days, yeah. getting Mortal Kombat wrong, you two. Oh, sorry, yeah, Kung Lao, jeez. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you'll be saying Kylie Minogue's in it next. <laughs> Kung Lao in the video games, he only appeared in Mortal Kombat 2, is that right? Two or three, yeah. yeah, was, think, yeah. He came in at number two. Two was probably the best. Two, they brought in a few new characters. Mortal Kombat 2 was unreal. That was such a game. That's when it really became just off the chain awesome. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping for so much more in Raiden. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. This, why is he not like, I was just like, oh my God, this is such a letdown. Yeah, he should have been more of a badass. I can't get involved. Even in the um, in the first film, Raiden was sort of like a sort of like the Obi Wan of of yeah, yeah, combat, yeah. you know. And um, even in that film, he's played by uh, Christopher Lambert, and he does this <laughs> and he does this laugh where he goes, "Ha ha ha ha!" Like that. <laughs> and uh, um, but yeah, even then, he doesn't even bother fighting. He just sort of watches people fight. Where he's actually a playable character in more, in even the very first Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he's a badass. Because if he's the god of lightning, he probably is just. He would probably just rip everyone's dick off and like. <laughs> That's just the thing. You, you know, right. he would just find it so easy to kill everyone. It should right? be like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. And then he gets pushed to a point where he goes, "All right, you've asked for it," and then he fucks everyone up. That's that's how he rolled. <laughs> but then they would have that uh, that line out of um, you know, the Avengers: Infinity War, where uh, was it? Um, what's her name? Akole says, uh, "Where was she all the time?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just yeah. do that before we all start getting killed? Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. Oh, Luke Hang's character was so frustrating, wasn't he? He was just yes. like trying to be on that higher zen like plane. It just didn't work. And his his voice was so annoying. I was just like, oh. Oh, I, I actually liked the... You know what? <sighs> the way he sort of arises in the desert out of the sun, like Lawrence of Arabia or something. I was just like, oh, my God. I, I quite you know, like Luke, I, I actually, Luke Hang. I, I mean, to be honest, I could talk about this, how much I love this cast, um, you know, and Ludi Lin, the guy that um, that plays him, I think he I think he's going to be a big star 
I think. And awesome. um, yeah, I, th- I do think. Sorry, and I like guy... Kung Lao. Sorry, I keep getting mixed up. I liked Kung Lao. Sorry. Kung Lao, he's a guy called Max Huang, who's mm-hmm. basically a German Chinese actor. Yeah, he, he does these, he's done these like, little short films on YouTube and they're brilliant. They're really, because <laughs> I think he's a huge star as well. Yeah, so anyway, like, this film had its moments. I think that's what we all need to say. We, we, what, what did people you know say what? was this moment, these moments that grab you? There are moments in this film. So the biggest moment for me, and this, Dave, you'll like this, is there was a bit where I was like, do you know what? I'd rather be watching Blood Simple. Wow. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's how let down I was by this. Like, I was the same as Carl. I had no expectations. I wasn't expecting much. And I, there was times I thought... Wait, like, wait, well, hold, no, hold on. You were, you were expecting much. You, kept, you were banging on about this film before Andy suggested it as one of the films. <laughs> you, kept, you kept saying, everyone Hello. come over to mine. Everyone come <laughs> over to mine to watch Mortal Kombat. So don't start no, about you had no expectations about this film. Yeah, but I didn't have any expectations. I just wanted to get people around. I'm so lonely. Yeah, uh, right. It's, it's just like going honestly, over to your house, like fucking pulling teeth. Are you kidding? <laughs> got to bring your own coaster. Yeah, bring your own chair. I'm going furniture. It's not my fault. It's just me chair and a TV. That's it. It's all I need, mate. Yeah, no, I just, I mean, I don't know. I guess a dead dream at times because I do think the like there are times like Sub Zero was was pretty badass throughout the film. It was just he was. It was like. Yeah. It was like a, a, the other characters were letdowns, and like you say, totally, it's all over the place. There's, there is. What still did you a think great... of Kano? Kano was. The best was... I actually thought it was quite good for, for, for that sort of creating that stereotypical character that we haven't seen for maybe twenty years. I was actually quite impressed with Kano. I thought his jokes were all right. I was kind of annoyed that he turned to a villain because, let's say, if there's a sequel, you're probably going to see less of him. Where I think you need someone who does tells a joke every yeah. now and then. Well, he's dead, though, isn't he? He's dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they're all going to come back. Didn't he say that they've, oh, they've yeah, only gone no to such... another world? They've... Yeah, there's no such thing as death, really. That's awesome, actually. So there you go. That's pretty cool. And, like, Scorpion sinks down into the underworld for 4,000 years and then con- learns to control the fire and comes back. But again, that's, you know, that's just because... I think it's because the, the main character. characters were so dull. I know. Like, there was just no, there was no like you just how are you meant to warm to this like yeah like Cole Young was just so boring and it's just like he is I don't care about this character it's just so weird imagine making a Street Fighter movie and introducing a brand new human to just yeah it was imagine. just like what most of Kano's lines were improvised wow yeah. I've not heard of the guy. Josh Lawson is cool. I've never heard of him before, but yeah, that's yeah. If you look at his, if you look at his face, he looks so different. You would never in a million years think it was him. I know, obviously, he's got a massive beard and a red eye. I'm wondering whether Cole Young's character was created from studio pressure, as in someone say someone said they're developing the film, and someone said to them, "Hold on, we need to for the new audiences, the young people that." aren't familiar with the game yeah. you need some sort of audience surrogate brand new character who is basically yeah. asking the same questions that the audience are asking was this Warner Brothers? yeah shit show Warner Brothers man I don't remember the lizards like the, I didn't oh my understand gosh, the why, why is there a lizard now in an invisible lizard like he looked he looked like yeah. Sub-Zero and but he should have taken the form of a ninja at some point. He was point. Green Sub-Zero. Yeah. Green Sub-Zero, right. He was a secret character in number one, 
than a playable character number two. I was thinking, watch that, thinking, wow, it's nice that someone used their Commodore 64 to create the special effect. Bad, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <don't> <laughs> Yeah, because I was hoping he was going to morph into a kind of green Sub-Zero. Because he did used to take his hat off. The 95 special effects look more impressive than that, that reptile character. <laughs> that, see, that's the thing. It's like you get scenes like that and then you get like Scorpion coming back and he's like, you hoped I would burn in the fires of hell, but instead mm. I learned to control them. That's some fucking gangster shit right there. Yeah, exactly. Imagine but, that but 4, it, years. it was just swang from one to the other too quickly. Imagine what a nutcase you would be down there for 4,000 years in that realm and you come back up to take your revenge. It's, it's awesome, man. There is, yeah. there is a good film in here. My favourite line is, he's sucking his soul. Save yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought Chin Han was a pretty bad shout as Shang Tsung because he should be more menacing and he's just not scary at all and he looked ridiculous in his cape with his funny yeah. haircut. Bad way, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Shang Tsung is like the badass. He was, he was like the main dude in the original game, and he should have been just terrifying. He, he should have looked terrifying. He can suck your soul. He, he's the final boss, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, the, because and his when you fight him in the game, he morphs into the other characters. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. So they still have, in either of those. I, mean, I haven't seen any of the sequels to the ninety-five. 2021 and the 95 it doesn't show him do that when he like fight other people because that would be way more interesting that would be actually yeah. Yeah. fun to watch right I know it looked like he just walked out of a bad fancy dress costume shop yeah. it was like oh my and god and that, that's and that's an easy special effect to pull off right it's just I know Terminator 2 yeah. yeah exactly oh or Michael Jackson black or white the guy, the guy that played uh, Shang Tsung in the original film so when you play him in the games, it looks like the, the actor from uh, the first first film. Wow, he must be old so now. The, game, the games don't because the thing about the original game is that I think that sort of was kind of like revolutionary was that he, the characters were sort of video realistic, if you know what I mean. Yeah. In, yeah. So I'm guessing the games doesn't have that anymore, right? I'm sure it's just no, like... No, it's just like 3D no. CGI. CG, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah by the way, to, to, for, the listen, for the listeners, I, have, I haven't played a console since my like early 20s, so I'm out of touch with video games now. But. What games did we... What game was it we played at your outshaft back in, back in the day? What is in generally? Yeah, what Mortal Kombat was it? Oh, all of them. We used to buy them, didn't we, from Don Rose? I must have checked out after the first one. I don't. Think... We definitely played two and three because that had like the robots in it and stuff. Cyrax. Yeah, we were playing that. them all the time around your house. I don't remember playing much Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we played Mortal Kombat and we played Tekken and Street Fighter. Street Fighter, I played a shitload of. I know mm-hmm. that. Tekken was sort of later in when my sort of later teens, but I never actually owned a PlayStation, so. Tekken, I'll like, play at other people's houses. And Mortal Kombat, yeah, I don't really... Mate, I swear we used to play Mortal Kombat at your house a lot. Yeah, we were like really? 10 years old and we went to hire it from Don Road, which is, this is yeah. before, <laughs> before video game certification. So like any kid could just play this mental game where you rip people's heads off and you chop them in half and stuff. Right, who was the, uh, should we go around, who was the most playable characters that you, that you guys would, would play? Yeah, Kyle, who was your... Most playable Raiden. character. Always Raiden. Raiden. What about you, Dave? For me, it was always Sub-Zero, fun enough. Always. I love Sub-Zero. What about you, Andy? 
I was Scorpion every single time. Yeah, I think it was Scorpion for me as well, actually, yeah. Every single time. I uh, could never beat Goro. <laughs> okay, so, sorry, I, I, maybe we should sort of... Should've got we your should've wife said, to beat him up. We should have covered this at the beginning, but um, <laughs> what are your opinions of the 95 film? If you let us know, like, when you saw it, and when you last saw it, and what your opinion of it is now. So, Kyle... I, shaking your so, head, so, are you hosting now? Again now? Nice one. Sorry, I'm just... I thought you were talking to the viewers now. Yeah, I wasn't sure where Chuck was going with that, but... Mm, this sorry. is Dave, this is a podcast. What viewers are these? <laughs> Good job, we haven't well, got like, the I'm, I'm, you're dressing gown. I thought we've got about four now. We've got five <laughs> or four people, I thought. More than us, which is awesome. Getting in the right direction. I would have seen the original in the when it came out, but probably when it came to Sky movies, I wouldn't have seen it at the cinema, I don't think. I should be right old enough, I don't know. And I've probably not seen it for 20 years. Blimey. What about you, Andy? Uh, I've not seen um, any 1995 Mortal Kombat film or the Street Fighter one in its entirety, hence my misunderstanding of the character. I thought Kylie Minogue <laughs> had played Sonya Blade, so... My question for the group is, who did Kylie Minogue play in Street Fighter? Cammy. The Cammy. Oh. The English one. The army English one. Um, Andy, you let me know a night when you're free, and I'm going to come over and we're going to watch the 95 Mortal Kombat together. Because I think we're going to have a great time watching it. I think. Yeah, all right. Sound right. Uh, and Dave, uh, what about you and your history with the 95 film? Well, the funny thing is, I have no recollection of that film at all. And I'm not even sure if it was that one or the 97 one that I saw. Funny enough, it was, in the, it was in the pub when I was watching it one day, which is such a weird film to watch in the pub, which is so rare. I hate watching TV What's in the pub. Yeah. It was just mad, man. <laughs> For some reason, that was on. And I was just like, why the fuck is this on? It must have been on one of those really quiet Mondays or something. Someone was just like, so when you were 12 years old? No. I'm just saying quite recently, funny enough. Um, what pub shows films? Yeah, I know. I, I always hate that. I watched Leon in the new part. Honestly, that'd be funny if, to the viewers who would know the new part pub, honestly. But yeah, no, I, honestly, I have no reflection of it. So whether I watched... <laughs> but this is a video, so what? Yeah, we're watching <laughs> on YouTube. Um, what am I saying? Yeah, I, I have no recollection of Mortal Kombat 1. But funny, and I will rent it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Yes, no, up. don't, no, wait, hold on. We should all watch the 95 Mortal Kombat. All right, come round, to my, come round to mine and we'll watch it. Both of you bring yeah, a chat. You, and we'll you watch set up them. a day and me and Chappie will come. Any day I'll be there. Right, all right I obviously sweet. can't be there, but why don't you guys do an audio commentary <laughs> and we'll release that. <laughs> okay, right. a, a, a special edition. Yeah, £10 uh, subscription fee to, to listen to that. <laughs> We get some weed. Should we get some weed as well? And no, no gantry in my house. Whoa, <laughs> no, thank you. No, um, thank you, chef. Less of that. Yeah. I, so yeah, I watched it in the cinema with um, uh, Tony. Wow. Yeah, and we both left the cinema thinking that was one of the best films I've ever seen. Quality. Okay. Had, had you been smoking weed before the <laughs> movie? Because that sounds I insane. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, me and Tony were like, that film was awesome. Is there a fight when they're like on a sort of like a bamboo style, like I'm not talking about rush hour now, but kind of like that when they're on a kind of bamboo structure? Is there a fight like on that? There might be. 
I don't know. I remember... All, all I remember from the first film is that, yeah, Christopher Lambert's in it. Girl from License to Kill is in it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And at the end, um, Shao Khan appears from a mountain. We all go, Rah! to the camera. You're like a light. Yeah. And then the sequel came out and it's all different actors. Have you seen the second one? Have you seen the 97 one? Yeah, I don't remember that at all. All I remember is that Raiden is the guy from uh, Warriors. Anyone that's listening now, um, by the way, if you ever get a chance to watch the Street Fighter, the animated film, that's really good. And that's well worth a watch, especially if you're a Street Fighter fan. It is brilliant, that film. I don't know when, the, when did that come out. Would you say, would you say that fight with, with Chun-Li against Vega is probably one of the best animated fights? That's all I can remember from that film, to be honest. It's probably the best animated fight ever. I disagree with that, but mm. but yeah, Sorry, I think I it think is. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it's awesome. Like spoiler alert, she like kicks him through the whole fucking building, and it's just incredible. It's so good. That's... Yeah, sorry, I went a bit crazy there because actually, I think the Zagat Ryu fight is off the chain as well. In that sense, that's in the same film. But yeah, yeah, wow, wow. I remember like that was. Um, if you watch that now, that very indicative of the time look at the soundtrack there's like <laughs> like there's, there's like loads of grunge in there isn't there like yeah. silver chair and stuff <laughs> like that oh actually you know you all watched that at my place didn't you yeah we did yeah 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 blimey <laughs> see you need to remember my childhood was amazing because of your house <laughs> yeah, yeah, I invited you guys all over, and I was like, "Yeah, you, you know, forget about, you know, yeah, well, fuck, fuck that birthday cake. Let's all just sit down and watch the greatest <laughs> film of all time." What was it, American Pie? Find me. Oh. <laughs> Go back to that fight scene. I think that the uh, the fight from the opening, the very end of the opening episode of Invincible, is probably better than that Chummy fight. I'm not gonna. I know you guys haven't seen it, so I'm not gonna spoil that for you. But that was fucking mental. When I watch Invisible, I keep on thinking, "Is the animation good or not?" I keep on. Mm-hmm. It's like when I watch D, when I watch some some of those DC, as in when I watch clips of those DC animated films, those those most recent ones. I'm like, "Is the animation good or is it really shit?" No, they I just get that quick, like, man, don't they? They get that quick, and they just rely on the voice cast, especially Invincible. Just the voice cast is unreal. Yeah, the animation is, yeah. is a bit Saturday morning. <laughs> but that's the thing. Sat- no, but see, you say Saturday morning, but that Batman, the animated series, the animation was so slick. Yeah, so it was awesome. Everything was so well composed and, every, you know, it, everything was just looked beautiful. And I remember, like, you know, us as kids, when we saw that intro, the, you know, the, the intro to Batman, the animated series, we hadn't seen nothing like that before. Yeah, yeah well. I don't. I don't think those new DC films like have that quality. And that was a whole like series of episodes. I think last one I watched was The Killing Joke. I've not seen any since then, so I've not seen the Ninja one and stuff like that. Well, yeah, oh, I love the, the, I love the Dark Knight. You, you didn't like the um, the Dark Knight one and two, did you? Dark Knight Returns, sorry, one and two. Uh, I've oh. never seen that, so I don't know why. You are they feature lamp? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, I'm sure I put on a group that I really liked when you were like, nah, they were crap, or whatever. Oh, really? Oh. Well, I've, I don't think I've seen them. Okay. But I just feel, I, one thing I feel like is that, because I did see the Killing Joke one, but I feel like, like they, they're 
it's it's like this. It's quite funny because we're talking about the, about Mortal Kombat. It feels like it is aimed for teenagers where they they don't want anything too babyish, but they want something with a bit of edge. So there's yeah. the odd yeah. swear word. There's the odd sex scene, and they they, they probably sort of go for sex scenes in in these um in these new DC animated films. Um, and it just feels like tonally weird. It just feels, you know, you can still like, for instance, something like Samurai Jack. I know I sort of always talk rave about how good it is, but that that TV show is dark, but it doesn't have to sort of have a swear word or have like some nudity or whatever. It just, you know, it, it tonally the tone of it, mm. you know, speaks speaks to something that will be appealing to adults, but also kids will sort of take it seriously enough yeah you don't need to put nudity in a swear word to make it grown up it's yeah, you need to yeah. be more frankly you need to be more grown up about making it grown up don't you like cowboy bebop and stuff as well it's just like the 95 version of mortal kombat i think it knew its audience it didn't really have to resort to that like even as mortal kombat fans we i don't even know what's difficult that original 95 is Does anyone know 15 i was at 15 okay yeah, which is probably so, about right. It should be, yeah, you yeah. know, if that's about the level it should be. And what, what's this new one? Any idea? Probably an 18, which is really yeah, rare. Awesome. Is it an 18? Well, I don't know. It's, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's, just, it's, just, it's funny nowadays because it's just violence, so that doesn't really ever get it. Yeah, let's have a look. Um, what's the rating? 18. What? The violence is really cartoony. It's not like, there's nothing like, I don't even think it feels gory. Is there bl- blood in no. it? Yeah, well, Kano Just... rips Liz, um, Reptile's heart out, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah the, the, that person over there gets sores in half. Uh, That's like a... Jax gets his arms frozen and whatever. Yeah, they that was pretty that. cool. That, that didn't happen in the games. It was, um, didn't, didn't Goro rip his arms off? In the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. They Jax, yeah. But Jax did rip other people's arms off as well. Mortal yeah. Kombat is a 15, I think. It's a 15 on iTunes. Nitara is, is the uh, character that yeah. uh, flies. When she, I'd never heard of her. That guy with the hammer as well. I forgot what his name was. I'd never heard of him either. Oh, yeah. The ro- the ro- what about the robot guy who's got like a southern accent? Oh, no, yeah. Brooklyn accent. J.A. Dark. He was. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, he, was in he, could three, tele- I think. he could sort of teleport and stuff. He was quite yeah, a cool character. But sure he looks really out of place because he's a robot. But yeah, he could sort of do this teleport upcut, which was pretty cool. Um, so I think the fact that we're just talking about Mortal Kombat rather than the film mm-hmm. itself, yeah. that kind of evidence is that there's not a lot to talk about with this film. It's pretty thin enough for me. Because Mortal was, Kombat 2 introduced all, right. all these sort of new female ninja characters like Melina and stuff like that. And they were really quite cool characters. And I felt, felt like I wouldn't have minded a film that had no humans in it. Like it could have just been all in the underworld. They could have had their own Klingon-style language. I'd like to see a film be a bit braver with it. Just have it in a different world. Chop out the humans. Apparently the, the animated Mortal Kombat film that's just all about Scorpion is really good. Yeah, I bet. Quality. I don't even know. I didn't. Even, I was going to actually say when we were talking about the Street Fighter one, is there a, an animated Mortal Kombat? Wow. Yeah, there yeah, are a few. I'm sure it's on Netflix. Cool. Got it, Shafi. Well, we'll hand over to you and you can talk about Lewis Tan and uh, Joe Taslim. Well, I just want to talk about how much I'm in love with Joe Taslim. So, well, Lewis Tan, he's, uh, 
he's been a bit of a nearly man for a few years, hasn't he? Like he's been in, in the running for various roles and stuff. Yeah, he was nearly uh, Iron Fist, wasn't he? he was, yeah, so he ended up being in Iron Fist. He was like a, a, the drunken master that Iron Fist fights, and that was actually quite a, probably one of the better kung fu scenes from that that series. Overall, the kung fu in that whole series was fucking gash, but hmm. he was one of the better bits from that. He's my he was nearly well. Shang Chi as well, wasn't he? He was nearly he was nearly Shang Chi. His dad is a fame famous martial arts actor. Okay. If you guys, if the listeners are wondering, wanting to find out more about Lewis Tan, check out Scott Adkins' Art of Action, the Lewis Tan episode, and uh, you'll see all about his uh, background and everything. Uh, but yeah, but Joe Taslim is uh, is just amazing. Like you know, like someone who uh, what he sort of had his debut in the first Raid film, and um, he's just sort of gone from like you know amazing performance to amazing performance. Yeah. And what I'm currently if anybody listening hasn't is, uh, seen the Raid, turn this off right now and go and watch <laughs> the Raid. He is amazing in the Raid, and that is oh man. And then once you've it's watched the Raid. Watch Dread, and then rewatch oh, yeah. the Raid, <laughs> and then watch Raid too, and then watch Dread and then watch again. the Raid for the first for a third time, <laughs> and then and then just watch it every time you have breakfast in the morning. Oh, oh the Raid so Dread double bill is the way to roll. Oh my gosh! The Raid Two um, ends with that fifteen-minute fight. It's like a fifteen-minute fight scene at the end. Just those two guys, right? Yeah, that's unheard of, surely. Because when I was watching it, I was like. This is unbelievable. To be honest, I think, yeah, maybe the, the fight that they have in um, um, They Live is quite fucking long. You know, they're that fight in the alleyway. <laughs> yeah, they just keep yeah. on getting out. That's just like fucking mentally yeah. long, but I can't think of another film where the fight scene is so long. There are a uh, few, like at the end of Drunken Master 2, that scene, like, that one-on-one fight lasts for quite a yeah. long time. It's even got rounds. It's like the same with the Young Master as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Young Master. I think, um, okay, yeah. Hey, but the funny thing you say they live, I just recently watched Debt Collectors, well, Debt Collector 2, and and they sort of riff on that, a bit like with martial arts, and it's, that's really good as well. Now, the last one we're at around the same length of time as well. Um, I've been talking about Scott Atkins a lot on this podcast, apologies. <laughs> no, I'd never apologise. Like I said to you on text, I watched Black Widow recently, and I was disappointed because all I wanted to happen... It was a 15-minute fight scene at the end between Taskmaster and Black Widow, and yeah, obviously that doesn't happen. And why I expected that to happen was dumb on my part, because it was never going to happen. But that's all I want, just a, a really good fight scene for like 20 minutes. Fuck it, just <laughs> do it. Yeah, why not? Well, oh, it's I'm mad, not going to rant. I'm not going to rant. That's all I'm going to do. Because the raid, it's like it is like a computer game because he's literally just running through the building, killing all these other people in the build-up. Then he comes up against all these two sub-bosses, and then he's up against the boss. It's just mad. Oh, if I may, this is like well off off grid. Well, not well off grid, but it might be something we cut out. What's people's favorite film that's from a computer game? Yeah, that was on my list to talk about. Ah, oh, jump the gun. They're they're all bad, aren't they? To be honest. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen the latest Tomb Raider, which Tomb apparently Raider. is okay. I've not seen the latest Sonic film, which is apparently is okay as well. I've not seen Detective Pikachu, which apparently is I've seen, okay. Uh, I've seen all of them, and they're all right. one out of ten, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Detective uh, Tomb- Pikachu is a joke. 
is a joke. It was the Tomb Raider there shit. Are, there, are jo- there are jokes in the film. It's so bad. Yeah, Street Fighter animated for me. So, something I was going to say is that a lot of the a lot of popular video games riff off films. So when it comes yeah. to making a film off a video game that's ripping off a when you're riffing off a, off a film, you're sort of shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, the thing is that Mortal Kombat, and Dave, do you, do you agree with this? Like, that first game, Sonya uh, Blade, pretty much, oh, she was, yeah, course, it's very yeah. much someone that looks like Cynthia Rothrock, right? Yeah. Cool. Oh, and yeah, then Johnny, yeah. Johnny Cage, like, moves like Van Damme, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks, he's like a cheap version of Van Damme, isn't he? Like, Van Damme looks really well, well sung. Rage is the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at it. Like in, like obviously, like in Tekken, it really stands out as well. Like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan is like a police officer and stuff. It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's cool. Like, why not? You know, like there's proper rip-off stunts. Like in Uncharted Three, they kind of fall out the back of a plane, exactly the same as in Living Daylights and stuff. But but I think that's fine. It doesn't really matter. But it has gone a little bit the other way now where some films have ripped off computer games that are now becoming more cinematic but and also i guess drive is a film that kind of is like it's like a computer game isn't it he's just a silent one-man army and it's just got that cool feel to it drive to me feels a little bit like a computer game but funny enough one one film that surprised me was um the silent hill film which i think is pretty underrated if you ask me don't know why yeah i'll go along with that I think I'd turn that off. I was bored. Mm, I don't know why. I quite, I quite liked it. I think you're getting expecting nothing. Chalaka 2's video game was mental. Like, I never like, <laughs> never figured that out. One of those old Olympic games where you just got to do the buttons really yeah. fast and just runs around. Shaffy like, <laughs> and I watched Doom at the, at the cinema, didn't we? Did you? Do you the... <laughs> yeah, we did. I didn't, I didn't. I've not seen that film. We watched Doom together at cinema. There's no way I would watch that with anyone else but you. Come on. <laughs> why would no. I? Why would I <laughs> watch that? Mm-hmm. So they have to do that two-minute segment where it's first person, don't they? Sure. Bad. Really bad. Yeah, the Hitman films are terrible. The Assassin's Creed film, I haven't seen that, but I know it's terrible. Oh, I, I fell asleep. In, in the Hitman film, I fell asleep. Terrible. Both of them. I've never seen the Dead or Alive film. If that was on, I'd watch it. Oh, actually, no. The Dead or Alive film was very good. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah I don't know why. It's very just something... good. Yeah, the Holly Valance, Jamie, what's her name, Presley. That's a good, that's a good film. That's a good film. So check that one out, everyone. Well, honestly, I've always wanted to see that. I'm not sure it's Holly Valance, isn't it? And also Gangs of London is very good. But that's a TV show. Is that off the gate? I didn't even know that was off game. Yes, yeah, for PSP game apparently. I haven't played the oh, game. Okay. I remember my tenth, my dear, um, tenth birthday party. I was told I was going to go see Super Mario Brothers. I was so excited, and then it was just Bob Hoskins. Uh, I never recovered from that viewing experience. <laughs> I quite like, I quite like the cartoon. But yeah, I don't know why. I remember quite enjoying the cartoon. Apparently, um, so you know uh, the guy who plays Luigi, John Leguizamo. Is yeah. that how you say his name, surname? He uh, tells the story in his um, in his biography where okay, he turns up on set and um, Robert De Niro has already filmed a few scenes 
and he's not having a game. Robert De Niro is sorry, Robert De Niro, Bob Hoskins. Sorry, Bob Hoskins is uh, is, <laughs> I was say, is uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. So Bob Hoskins is uh, is already filmed a few scenes, and he's not having a good time. And the oh, the direct the, the the people that are directing or producing the film, they're like a married couple. <laughs> and he get and he go and um, John Leguizamo goes up to. Uh, goes up to Bob Hoskins and he introduces Bob Hoskins introduces him to this married couple and he points at the wife and goes she's a dick and he points at the husband and goes and he's a cunt oh no <laughs> <laughs> that film Not didn't it like overrun by three months the shooting so they were just like I can't wait for this to finish but it took another three months because just a shit show behind the scenes <laughs> have you seen Double Dragon <laughs> There's a double dragon film as well. I think I played Max Payne a while ago. That was all right. No, I hate that film. Uh, the thing about video games is that you're—it's uh, something that I don't. I don't. So a lot of people that are video game fans would disagree with me, but for me, video games are is like an active experience, right? So you're. You're like in the game. You're in the story. You're making the choices that you know the, that the characters are making. So, in order, if you're watching a a film adaptation of a video game, you're just removing an element of it. You're going, well, no. Now, now you just have to. Is this going to be a passive experience for you? You have to just watch someone play this game in front of you. But why does millions of people watch? Ninja I know, that's the thing, yeah. Because I'm sure lots of gamers are disagreeing and go, well, yeah. I spend like I spend my whole life like watching these YouTube videos and but that's that's kind of quite something quite new. So I I, I, I agree with Shafi to some extent there. Like it's like before, you know, you'd have never watched anyone play a game. You might have watched Games Master, but that's almost like watching football because it's kind of competitive. But watching just one person play a game. Different. You want to play Aladdin, right? It's the be- that is the best film to Oh my god! When you when you're on the magic rug and you're trying yeah, to get that's out, insane. and the little monkeys, oh, doesn't such get any sh- better than that. Such a shame that's not on the Mega Drive Mini. I'd have bought it just mm. for that, literally yeah. just for that level. And you know oh. when you leave the you leave the character alone, and he starts playing with the apple. Do you mm. Remember that? He starts like tossing the apple up in yeah. the air and starts yeah. playing with it. Oh god, Shaffy flashback, mate. Mm. Yeah, that Shout was awesome. Shaffy Malik for that one. Oh man, what game that was! So yeah, Mortal Kombat wasted all your time. Sorry about that. No, nah, but it doesn't matter because I was going to watch it anyway. So, and I, honestly, you didn't waste my time that much. I think if you watch the '95 Mortal Kombat and the 2021 Mortal Kombat back to back, I think it te- it tells you a lot about how filmmaking has changed. The- I won't do that, but I will agree with you because <laughs> I can never watch this film again. <laughs> in the fact that I was sort of, I don't want to go on a rant but I I feel like this film is a is a product of Christopher Nolan direction and Marvel direction of of, of my Marvel films where it just doesn't really like you know at the end of the day it's Mortal Kombat so why is that why is it directed so like someone who's just who feels like so bored with everything. That's what it feels like. It feels like, it feels like, if you're going to make it gory, like make it, 
you know, relish in that moment. Don't, you know, have a close up of what you're, what you're seeing. Like, don't, everything's so, there's so many like wide shots and master shots. Like, like, don't. Yeah. Oh, mate, the fight scenes are awful. You, you know, that's the thing. Like, you, you, you want to, you know, if you're going to show someone being stabbed, show a close up of the knife before when you saw grabbing the knife like it's just so i saw a film last night called becky and a little girl put a ruler through someone's neck and i literally thought that was more bloody than <laughs> the whole more combat film if you if you compare like a burton batman film to the, a fight scene in the in the burton batman film compared to a fight scene in one of the nolan batman films like there's like a like a huge world of difference where it's the nolan bat and you know don't get me wrong there are some good action scenes in those in those Nolan Batman films but most of the fight scenes is directed by someone who does not who has no interest in in sort of combat who you know and they even say it in the first film they said it's this is not a dance you know where you know if you if you want to engage your your audience in you know in a fight scene it needs to feel like a dance it needs to feel there needs to be a rhythm there needs to be every punch should you should feel every punch you should mm. feel every and there there were times when I was watching this someone threw a punch and I was like where did the punch go like it just disappeared like you see him like throw a punch but then you didn't see it you you didn't see the the impact of the punch or the mess yeah did you like the scene in Batman versus Superman where Batman's in the warehouse because I hated that film but that that bit I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. the Arkham games at the time where you're doing all combos and stuff and I'm like shit this bit is just like Arkham. That was you fucking, can tell. That was the best bit you, of the whole film for me. That you yeah, can tell. Maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but you can tell. Zack Snyder went to his action director and said, "Listen, I'm just going to let you do what yeah. you do." Yeah. And you, you can tell that he that was that was directed by someone who just who was excited about every moment, every yeah. hit. That's what these fight scenes should be like. It should be. It should feel like a series of moments, like a moments of beats, not, you know, let's get this out of the way or let's just shoot this in a way that, you know, you're as if like you're another person just sitting still and not, you know, not paying attention. You know, it just really, it really bothers me. It, bo- it winds me up more about this film because at the end of the day, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. You should yeah, exactly. be like relishing every moment of like every bit of gore, every bit of anything that's supernatural that's happening, you know, but instead it's just, it's so pedestrian. That's what it feels like. But Yeah, you want to be you know. like Sam Raimi. Well, that's the thing. I, you know, I was going to say Sam Raimi in the fact that there's, there's a world of difference between those films in the MCU compared to Spider-Man 2. And not, you know, we can't all, you know, not, I'm not asking every director to be Sam Raimi, but I think, you know what, I think in film school, they should, you know, forget about your Bergman and all that stuff. They should, they should show Spider-Man 2 or Evil <laughs> Dead 2 and say, you know, you know, if you want, if you want to engage your, your audience in every single moment, you know, this is how you do it. You know, this is two, oh, this is over two hours long, but but you know, it's directed by someone who has interest in everything that's going on. Do you think a director should say no then? If they go, I just don't. This isn't my cup of tea. Or, or probably more. I'll direct the whole film. But I'll, yeah, like you were saying before, I will stand aside and I'll hire some people from Hong Kong to do this fight. And you, you do it. I completely step back. You know, 
sorry, I kind of answered my question there. But so, for yeah. instance, like um, like Rush Hour, the Rush Hour films, like before when like Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan basically he attempted to break through in America. And he did a film called The Protector, and that was sort of made with like a it was sort of directed by that anyone sort of from Hong Kong. I might be wrong. But, but what Brett Ratner did in the in the Rush Hour films was he just said to Jack Chan, right, I don't need to do anything. You you have hmm. your stunt team coordinate this fight, you know, and, you know, that's why like a lot of these um, action directors, they shouldn't just be co- um, choreographing a fight. They should be telling them where, where to put their cameras and they should be in the editing room edit, yeah. putting all this stuff together. You know, it, and it really winds me up when when I sort of see those Marvel films, and there's just such, like, uh, what? Well, one either it's just the action design is really lazy, but or two, it's the uh, it's you know that you can see the sort of they, they've they've spent a lot of time choreographing this fight, but every impact is sort of cut. It's basically they've got this house style of editing, and it's just. It's just, it really winds me up. The Black Widow film, there's a bit where Red Guardian fights Taskmaster and you see them square up to each other and they run towards each other and as they're both about to throw it, it just cuts to like um, someone trying to pick a lock. Right. And their whole, their whole fight, they showed tidbits of the fight in the, the, uh, the trailer. What was in the trailer was the whole fight because they didn't show the fight at all. It just showed like a split second of them like falling away from each other and then it just cuts some other shit. Yeah. And I was really, really annoyed. There's a scene in Batman when Bale's on the roof fighting. I'm sure oh, yeah. there's like a there's a guy like that's a foot away from Batman and he just like, he, like falls yeah. over like he's been hit. It's just like what? Terrible. Roof fight was bad. But I like the Bane Batman fight. But yeah, no those Burton uh, Batman films get a lot of shit, but those some of those fight scenes are really cool. Like uh when he's like fighting with like the uh, the guy, is it like is the guy got nunchucks? I can't remember. No, that. he's got those sort of metal things that's yeah, yeah. back on himself. I don't even know, I have no idea what they're called, but yeah, they're like almost like gigantic fish hooks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. No, I, I quite like both. Oh, Jesus, I eat, I don't even mind that mark ever really. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't like. I don't mind that that, that opening scene with. The safe, isn't it? Like the safe, like pulls, yeah, brilliant. pulls the safe it's... out of the building and all that. Yeah. yeah. And then it gets filled with acid and stuff. It's brilliant. But yeah, so like I, I was always thought if I was directing a Bond film, I would go, right, let's let's just do this fight. Let's get it right. If it takes three weeks, let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's make this fight brilliant. Let's get it as good as we can. Let's ask anyone in the world, do you want to come and choreograph a fight for this Bond film? Who's saying no? Yeah, of course I will. I'll, we'll fly you out first class. Then when you do the car chase, try to make that the best car chase you've ever seen. Just just aim for the stars and then have a gunfight and just, you know, try to make the gunfight as good as you can. Get whoever you need. Have one main director overviewing it. But just call in the right people at the right yeah. time. If it's a Bond yeah, film, who, you know, everyone's going to do it. Just say, look, we're going to make it the best we can. And I look at the most recent Mission Impossible film, the time they took to do that, to do yeah. that toilet fight. Fucking amazing! It's so good, and now that's in that's ingrained in history. Now that will go down as one of the best fights in Western history. Didn't they schedule it to take take place over like a few days? But then they ended up there for three three weeks. weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, what's three weeks? What is three weeks in your life? You know, imagine how much fun you would have. It's you know, it's ah, it's so worth it. And now you have 
arguably the best fight ever in a Western film. It's just, that, well, surely that's worth three weeks. It's worth three months, if you ask me. But yeah, there you go. This is, again, we've really gone off on a tangent in the last two. No, we, we haven't, though. We've said that we didn't like the fights in Mortal Kombat, and we're just talking about other films. Yeah, I guess, yeah. We did like the fights, or didn't I'm not even just specifically talking about fights. I'm talking about just, just generally. It, just it's care. just, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It just feels like it, it was made by someone who, who didn't really have that much interest in what's going and then on. The, yeah, and then you double it up with an actor that's like, oh, let's just get through this. It's just like, oh, why don't you both just fuck off then? Get a new director and let's get a new actor. <laughs> oh. Are you talking about uh, Lewis Tan? No, I'm just talking about everyone. And anyone in that situation, anyone that isn't Tom Cruise, basically, I'm upset with now. Right. <laughs> so basically, Dave's criticism of this film was that not every role was played by Tom Cruise. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And his, and his, this uh, film would have benefited uh, by Tom Cruise. I do agree of, with that. And his criticism of last week's film is the shaman wasn't scared enough. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what was his review of <laughs> mid nineties? It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> that is. Right, is it time mm. for one word reviews? Yeah, here we go. It's the one word review. The one word review. The one word review from us to you. Except for Dave who says it's the best. Right, I'm gonna let Shafi go first. My one-word review is banality. Blimey. Andy. Wooden. Hmm, okay. Go on Dave, what's your 20-minute monologue? My one-word review would be, like, in Paddington, they never That's make... already six words. They never make any big deal of the fact that he's a bear. You know, you don't... That's, it's never really mentioned. <laughs> he just lives... Paddington the bear just lives in this world. He talks and it's it, no one cares. So if you're struggling with a world where you've got humans and different realms and stuff, don't even worry about it. Just don't even think about it and make the film as good as you can and make it look as good as you can. Don't waste time trying to put in a protagonist or anything like that. Just, just enjoy the film. If it's comic book world, it's comic book world. Just make the film. Don't, get, don't let a studio ruin it. Um, so that's my one word review of this film. They didn't do that, so they made a mistake. So my one word is bad. Okay. My one word review is toasty. <laughs> I thought it was Yatsi. Toasty. Toasty. I have no idea what that means. We've got some feedback. We have some feedback. Yeah, so I'll read some feedback out. Um, you can send us some stuff to who got the popcorn and cheese. all a bunch of cunts. <laughs> well, my, this feedback here is... Both aimed at Dave. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> we'll start. Is this with the, the one bad. you already posted on on uh, the WhatsApp group? We'll do the bad and then we'll do the good afterwards. So, oh god! My oh, cousin texted me <laughs> saying, "I went for some constructive criticism. Dave needs to cheer the fuck up." That was after uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus so, Ferrari. Uh, yeah, yeah, you hated that film, <laughs> didn't you? The first one, blimey! <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm forgetting. Of course, there's what well, people heard. Just two, haven't they? Blimey! Yeah. And then on Facebook, we find, just listen to the first one, and Dave is on form. Love, love, love it, Dave. But all of you <laughs> together are brilliant. Yeah, and that's from a girl. <laughs> okay, Dave, it's, uh, it's your choice. What You're next. Have you chosen a film? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I've forgotten oh, forgot the name. I've forgotten the name. Is it gritty? You've forgotten the name. Have you watched this yeah. one, Dave? <laughs> 
Oh, I boy. love it. He said, think about it every night, but now I've forgotten the name of it. <laughs> I don't know what the name no. is. No, the pressure. The pressure I'm under. Well, to the listeners, if you are listening to this, why don't you play along with us? You know, we're going to announce the film. You can watch the film oh. in the same period of time that we're going to watch the film and then let us know your thoughts of the film. We can read it out in the episode. Yeah, that's a great shout. Yeah, man. I'll yeah, give you the of the, the end of the episode. Fucking hell, Dave. What is it? <laughs> How long oh, is the title? Oh, I know. I know it. I've known it for ages. Sorry. I've, 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 I just was, I was listening to you guys. So it's a girl walks home alone at night. Awesome. I can't wait to watch it and discuss it. Andy, I've got, I've got a feeling you're actually going to like this one. <laughs> I mean, it's not been a great track record between Andy and Dave. But... <laughs> what is this fucking <laughs> fucking? What's it called? A girl walks home alone at night. Uh, yeah, just walk, walks alone at night, not not home. Yeah. It is no. Been to watch home this for alone a, a, a long time. So, Andy, you can take us home. Go for it. Get in touch with us. Please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one-word reviews to whodropthepopcorn at gmail.com or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at whopopcorn or on Instagram at whodropthepopcorn. You can also leave a review on your podcast app. Please remember, like and subscribe. You've been listening to Who Dropped the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.